What's shaking, cats and kittens? Rob Lee here for this month's presenting sponsor, Night Owl Gallery. Night Owl Gallery is an intimate, artist-run exhibition space showcasing the original paintings and fine art prints of Beth Ann Wilson. Also, it features curated goods from local artists and craftsmen. You'll be sure to find one-of-a-kind gifts, handcrafted jewelry, home decor items, along with a few vintage treasures. Located in the rear of 248 South Conklin Street in Highlandtown, across from the Sally O's, Night Owl Gallery is a unique space that brings together Wilson's love of the arts, community, and culture. Additionally, Night Owl Gallery hosts an array of arts and crafts workshops throughout the year and participates in community events, many of which are free and open to the public. So in this ever-changing world, safety is their priority. So feel free to join them and hit them up online at www.nightowl.gallery. Tell them Rob Lee sent you. Welcome to Getting to the Truth in This Art on MTR Podcast. I am your host, Rob Lee, and my next guest is a Texas-born, Baltimore-raised, self-taught visual artist whose practice focuses on abstract, minimalistic, and illustrative styles of art. Please welcome Alex Rector to the podcast. Hey. Howdy. (laughs) Um, How appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So go Bears and all of that stuff, fellow uh, Morgan alum. So. I want to, um, we talked a little bit beforehand. This, that was actually the most pre-record prep I've done in a while. So now I feel like I know you a little bit. Um, I was going to say, did I tell you that? Like that little bit of intro, did I tell you that? Look, I think I wrote that down. You you did. And then I still came up with questions. It was a while ago. I always just like reread stuff. Uh, so let's, let's go back into it a little bit. Um, well, let's get into it a little bit where... So I, I talked about the abstract and minimalistic and illustrative styles of art, but speak more about your background. You were, you know, tell me about that a little bit and how you got started and like going from having a background in PE and, and uh, education to being in an art space. So speak on that a bit. Um, so I, my brother is four years older than me and he's a really good artist. He can draw when he was in, he moved here. Uh, when I was seven Mm -hmm. from Texas and he did really well in art. He would draw, they had, he went to Perry hall and they had, you know how they will like how schools will have art in security mall. Yeah. Like that. So he, he, they did like this, this maze project and it was a triangle and there were, it was a maze on the inside and he did like, um, like a color shift from the top to the bottom Mm -hmm. Red, like red, orange, yellow, green, blue. It was really pretty. He did a really good job. He learned how to draw people and a whole bunch of other things. We would sit at the table and draw cartoons. I would trace them. He would draw them. And then one day I was like, oh, I don't want to trace. I felt like it was cheating. So it was a, I think it was Elmer Fudd. And I was, we were sitting at the table. We were in Texas, by the way. Um, it was over the summer and we were sitting at the table <laughs> and I was drawing. I had like a picture of it, probably printed it off the computer or something. And I sat there and I drew it. I didn't trace it. I drew it. And I was like, Oh wow, I really did that. And then, you know, we would just kind of play around with it a little bit here and there. When I got to middle school, I charged people to do bubble letters. <laughs> so I guess it would be like a logo. And I was really excited 
it was like 25 cents. My mom, she was like, yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, charge them so you can get your supplies. So I would go to school and be like, yeah, I charge you 50 cents to do some bubble letters, right there with bubble letters. Yeah. It wasn't that good, but it, we were in middle school. Who, you know, nobody really, really cared. Yeah. And then I kind of stopped. I just kind of stopped drawing. And then um, you know, I went to school, physical education, uh, graduated. I was a marching band. I don't recall ever drawing anything i don't remember wanting to draw anything like it never really crossed my mind at all i honestly kind of forgot that i knew how to do it and then two years ago i was scrolling on instagram and i saw some resin art and it was the like you know how they have like the figures like the triangle like the pyramids yeah. and then it'll be like a pyramid and then it'll be like a wood block yeah. or like a piece of wood with like resin in the middle, just like cool resin designs. And I was looking at it and I was like, well, that's really, really cool. I want to do that. Yeah. So I told my mom and said, mommy, let's go to, I still call my mommy and said, mommy, let's go to, um, let's find some resin. So I went to Blick yeah. and we got some resin and I played around with the resin and it was cool. And I, I painted a piece. I didn't know what I was doing, but I made a piece and I posted it and somebody said, are you selling it? And I was like, uh, I can. <laughs> and then, so that's kind of how that got started. And then I, I kind of slowly remember that I knew how to draw yeah. the more I explored like painting and now here we are and it's going. So that's kind of how I got, how I got here outside of, you know, the physical education. Cause that was, that's really what I do. Physical education, fitness, healthy stuff, um physical therapy that's that's what i do yeah so that's that's, that's kind of how i came across like some of your stuff and i was like you know initially in, in the pictures because i remember one of the posts you say it's like is it uh do you want a picture of me or a picture of me but art what do you want and i was like uh whichever and you know it, it's definitely you know it's it's good to go through and see like updates of work that you're creating it seems like you're always working so that's just really good and good for you. Your colors definitely pop. Let it seems like that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Uh, so let's talk about inspiration for, for your work or what have you. Do you have any, um, what, what, what is a usual uh, source of inspiration for your work? And so now I'm going to flip it on you because I'm an Aquarius and we're weird. Uh, what is an unusual source of inspiration for you? That's that's a, that's a that's a tough question. When it comes to my more like more illustration type pieces, I would say that the inspiration kind of would just come from I don't I don't I don't know. Like me looking at I would think of a cartoon like okay, I like SpongeBob. So I did a SpongeBob painting. It's actually right now it's at the gallery about nothing. I'm going to go pick it up because I kind of want it in my possession. <laughs> but I really like SpongeBob. Yeah. So I did a piece. It has SpongeBob, Patrick, Gary. It's like, a, you know how you would go to the photo booth and they would give you like this long strip of pictures. Yeah. It's kind of like that. That's the design behind it. Um, I like Invader Zim. So one day I was sitting and I was like, I want to draw. I want to do an Invader Zim piece. So I did that. Um, I have a Looney Tunes piece that I never finished, but it's in the closet. But I was sitting there and I was like, huh. I wonder what would look cool. And I'll, I'll go and I'll Google different cartoon characters and I'll kind of put them together and give them their own like 
story yeah. per se. It, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't really say there's like an inspiration. It just like it just popped. Like the thought just kind of pops in my head. I'm like, oh, that would be really cool. I kind of want to do that. When it comes to my abstract pieces and some of the things that like aren't cartoons, like the heart strings painting that I have, it's the heart with the like puppeteer hands. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they come from songs. Like I think I was listening to a song one day, and I said, oh, I want to do heart strings. That would be really cool. Yeah. Um. The Blues Clues think piece came from, I was at, I think I was at school one day and I was like, think, you got to think, like you have to think. And of course I love Blues Clues. I used to love Blues Clues. And I wanted to do a graffiti style type piece. So that's where that came from. Some of the stuff that doesn't have any type of like illustration in it. Honestly, it just, it just pop, like it just pops in my head. Yeah. Like I think of the color. And I'm like, okay, I want to do a blue piece. I want to do a blue series. So I do that. Or um, I really like the primary and secondary colors, red, orange, yellow, you know, mm -hmm. green, blue. And somebody told me that I need to kind of find like, I wanted to find like a signature huh. style. And I really like those pieces. And I did an abstract palette night piece. It's somewhere on my Instagram. And those are the colors that I use. Mm -hmm. And when I did it, I sold that piece. And then somebody else hit me up and they were like, hey, is this still available? And I was like, no, but I can do it again. And I sold it again. And then I went somewhere else and they were like, hey, I really like that. Can you do it again? And I did it again. And it was like on 36 by 48 inches. So I'm like, OK, this is clearly <laughs> going to be like my signature yeah. type of style. So I'll just think of different ways to use those colors. Um Splatter paint pieces, I just kind of go crazy. They're fun. Yeah. And then I don't know. Like I'm looking at I'm looking at some of the paintings that I have around the house right now. If I look crazy, the brown painting, uh, the whipped melanin, I don't remember what I was thinking about, but I said I wanted to do a color gray. I wanted to do something that represented us. Yeah. And I wanted to use texture. So I did the palette knife. I used the palette knife, and that's there's, there's really no answer. I feel like I'm rambling. No, no, but no. There's no like deep rooted answer. They just kind of pop in my head. Like I'm laying down and I'm like falling asleep and I'm kind of like painting in my head. So, so I did just come to comes to mind. Do you keep like a notepad around or something in the phone? Nope. Oh, so it's just here. I don't. I do, and then I don't go back and I look. Like I'll think of something. I've done that before and I've typed it up. And I'm like, okay, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. Yeah. And I, I don't go back and look at it. I, I buy planners. Mm -hmm. I write in them. I never go back to them. I have a notebook in my bag. I don't write. I carry it around, but I don't write anything down. Wow. I kind of got like a little bit of ADHD. Uh huh. So I, I, I'm hearing a little like I don't go back to I'm it. hearing a little <laughs> hove there when it comes to the, your painting. It's like, nah, I don't write anything down. I don't really use it. You know. <laughs> no, I have a really good memory. So so there you go. So like. I'll remember what I want to do. I was also in marching band. I'm also a musician. So uh -huh. that kind of comes naturally. You sure. got to remember the music. There's no music in front of you. So you got to remember it. That makes so sense. Kind of comes to mind. Hmm. Go, going back to, and, and, that, and that's good that you're able to combine those two because it's like, oh yeah, that's a transferable skill of being able to remember, you know, what you have to play straight off of memory or what have you. So it's still creative, but just in a different medium. Go, going back and we were describing earlier, I was like, oh, I, I you know, I'll draw this and us, you know, in class or what have you. And you don't need that quarter off. You don't need that 50 cent off you. Um, that was, um, 
that was similar for me back in uh, elementary, middle school, mo- mostly elementary school. Um, so I used to draw like the X-Men for people. And it's like, yeah, you want this picture of Wolverine? I'm going to need that 25 stat. That's pretty cool. My brother would draw Dragon Ball Z characters. Nice. That tells you how good of an artist he is. Cause, and they looked good. Yeah. They weren't, they didn't look like janky. They looked really good. He, I told him all the time, like, oh, you should draw. Oh, I don't want to do that. I'm like, all right, whatever. But you, you, you can make some money. It was, He's a little lazy. It was one of those things where, like, I, 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 I kind of got hit with the uh the crusher like the oh your work's a little childish what have you and i was trying to go into this art school and it just really didn't work out for me but it really definitely dampened uh my approach but you know at one point it dampened my confidence in my approach and at one point i wanted to see if i was still able to do it and still had an interest in it and i they had this it's like this test on uh, like you, you had you had those commercials of one eight hundred and it's like oh do this art test and if you could draw this and you mail it to us we'll grade it so I was like sure I want nobody I want people that I don't know to consider my art right. so I ended up drawing this dog and I knew I screwed it up on one thing my, my I, I'm a little heavy handed with the pencil so um, my racing racing the marks weren't good but everything else was on point so like they gave me like a 95. So it's like, cause you know, I need, That's good. I need to be graded, you know? <laughs> and That's cool. yeah. And, um, but it was kind of one of those things where it, it, it allows me to appreciate art and drawing a bit more, but I've always been a person who hasn't really gotten stuck to one area. Like did the drawing for a while, did the art for a while painting and all of that stuff when I was younger, then moved into writing then move back to like art a little bit, but then back to writing, kind of shifting back and forth. And then I want to say a couple of years back, I got back into painting, but over the last 13, I've been doing audio podcasts and, and storytelling. Go, so you're a self-taught artist. So this, this question is going to be a little, 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 little weird, maybe. Um, so do you consider like, maybe yours or maybe even more broadly, do you consider artistic abilities to be a gift or is it something that's more so earned through, um, through, through learning and through, through growth and being taught? I think it's both. Sure. Um, some people are born knowing how to do things. Um, like I'm really good at learning how to play an instrument. Mm-hmm. I, play the saxophone. I've been playing that since I was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I was taught how to play the saxophone. But then when I got to college, I switched to the baritone, which is a, a whole nother, it's a brass instrument, a, 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 a euphonium. Um, it's like a small tuba. Yeah. I taught myself how to play that. I taught myself how to play the piano. I'm teaching myself how to play the guitar. So, you know, I would say that I'm musically inclined. Sure easy to teach myself how to do those things because i i don't know like i just know how to do it easy it's not hard you just you just learn i don't know when it comes to art some people are born knowing how to do things i remember playing around with paint i would always get like those draw those um packs that had like it was like in the shape of a butterfly. It was purple and it had a whole bunch of like crayons, yeah. colored pencils, markers and whatever in it. I had paint, I had aprons, I had all of that stuff at home. But I, I mean, I was okay, but I was just like throwing stuff on the paper. I was little. Um, some kids can draw, draw, like they can look at something and draw it. I wasn't like that. But 
like I said, going from tracing to wanting to be able to draw something. Like my brother never said, hey, here, draw this line, then that line, then this line. Like, I feel like if you're not born kind of knowing how to do it or you don't grow up kind of knowing how to do it, you just practice it. Like you can learn how to do anything. You just practice it. If you already know how to do it and you practice, you're going to get better. If you don't already know how to do it, you're going to practice and learn, and then you're going to be able to do it and you're going to get better. So, I mean, I don't, I think it's both. I, I agree. I, I think, I think one of the things that you touched on there too, is kind of being around it. Like, you know, not everyone just suddenly they're good at something because they're around people who are doing it, but it at least gives you that interest to want to pursue it. So right. you have a sibling that's doing it. It's like, I'm do the same thing you do. Let me, you know, that sibling thing. And, um, you know, everyone has some version of that. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, you don't, you don't have people who I really hate cooking, but I'm going to go to culinary school. No, you have to have some degree of interest to even want to dive into it. So, I, I think you're I mean, right. You don't though. I don't think you have to have a degree. You don't, you, you have to have some type of interest to dive into. You can just want to learn how to do it. I don't want, I have no interest in drawing portraits, mm -hmm. but I'm going to learn how to no, do I'm it. I'm saying with someone who hates it, like, Oh, I just hate it because oh, it makes money. It's okay. like, I don't want to do that. I hate drawing portraits. I hate the idea of portraits and drawing celebrities. I don't think it's creative mm -hmm. at all. Anybody that's listening to this, please don't judge me, but I like, I don't, I, I personally don't think it's creative because the face is already there. Like your face is your face. I didn't create your face. I can draw it 15 different ways, but like at the end of the day, it's still going to be your face. Like that idea did not come from my head. Sure. The background might have the delivery of it sure. might have, but like in general, the idea, it didn't come from my head. I personally, I don't like it. They look great. I don't like it. I don't want a picture of, like, I don't want a drawing of myself in my home unless I get, like, super rich. And even then, like, I'm not going to want to walk in my living room and, and look at yeah. myself. I don't want a drawing of Drake. I love Drake. I love him so much. But I don't want to walk in my living room and see a picture of Drake. I feel like that's, like, up there with, like, Helga from Hey Arnold. Like, it's, we it's weird to me. But... I'm going to learn how to do them so I can make some money because that's what people want. People are like, Oh, Hey, can you draw a portrait of me and my grandma? Or can you like draw this family portrait? And I can then be like, yeah, I can. It's going to be $2,000. And that's a quick $2,000. I like, I like the interpretation though. Like I, I am one of those people. I do have a portrait of myself that an artist did for me. And it's like, I remember when I took this picture and I was like, ah, I was so young and beautiful. I don't know what the hell happened. And I look at it. It's almost like the Dorian Gray thing. It's like, Hmm. Ah, that was great. Then they look in the mirror. Shit. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, it's kind of one of those things, but I, I appreciate the, the it, it, when the artist does an interpretation, I, I, I'm not like disagreeing with you and I'm not trying to take the words out of your mouth, but I think you're onto something there where it's like, what's the degree of difficulty in what you're doing? And that's the thing that I look at. If someone is trying to do their damnedest to, to capture me, like you can see the, 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 um, picture behind me, right. That's me. That's, um, an, a, an artist's interpretation of me that look, doesn't, it's a cartoon obviously. So they took what I look like a portrait and they turned it into that. I love that. Right. You know, that's, but that's a take on, that's their interpretation of that's their take. So if someone right. is doing something that's, that's different, but it is using, let's say a portrait or something as reference, I want to see what you're doing there. And then I judge based off of that. I think. My mom and I went to New York when I was like 13 or 14 
And we went down at like one o'clock in the morning to get a snack. And she wanted to show me New York is always awake. Da, yeah. da, da, let's go. And we had uh, somebody draw a caricature. Is that how you yeah, caricature? caricature yeah. They drew one of us. It was really cool watching them yeah. draw it, but the it like it's still sitting in the house. Like I just don't. I it's it, not. Yeah. It's cool to watch it. The process is cool, and like once I see it, it's like all right, that's really cool. I really like that. But then after that, it's like, like I'm over yeah. it. I don't know. That's just. But that's just. You have a preference. I don't have pictures of myself hanging up all over my house. Um, I don't. I I, I just I just not dig it. I don't know. I like. Um, to watch time lapses of people draw people. Okay. I like to see when something happens in the hip hop industry and then all of the artists come out and they draw yeah. it. Like when Drake's album dropped, I love to see the pictures of Drake that like, they look really good. Um, the thing that Nicki Minaj posted, I love to see all of the artists, you know, kind of in competition, kind of not in competition, but everybody went to yeah. work to draw Foxy Brown. I thought that was really cool. But I don't want Foxy Brown in my house, <laughs> and I don't like want the picture of me in my house. It's cool to look. Like, it's cool to look at, but I don't. I don't know. I like. I just don't like. Sometimes you just. That's just not you. Yeah. Like that's just not me. I have a pretty abstract mind, mm -hmm. so like, I like abstract and minimalistic art because when I go to the airport, or when you walk into um, like a hotel. Yeah. And like a big modern kind of <clears throat> empty space. Well, not empty, but like an open space, how they use on HDTV, because I love HDTV. <laughs> but like an open space, you'll see like a big open white wall, and then you'll see this picture like or a painting like right in the middle of it. It's colorful, it's bright, and it it like it makes you it kind of it makes it either makes you think abstract yeah. or it is what it is. And you have to just appreciate it for what it is. Minimalistic. That's where, that's kind of like how my mind works. No, I dig it. That's, so. that's, your, that's your preference. And like, it is. Exactly. You know, for, that's for my me. I, I like pop art. I, I really get off on pop art. I was like, this is great. And pop art is cool well, too. I do obviously. like pop art. I do like pop obviously. art. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what keeps you up at night? And what gets you going in the morning? You're like, you know what? I mean, outside of that coffee, because you said that's, that's crazy for you. Uh, yeah, I don't really drink coffee that often. <laughs> no, I'm kidding about you but saying it, it gets you hyped, though. It does. And when I was teaching, it definitely gave me something. It, it helped me get through my day. Like, it was just like a cup of joy. <laughs> oh, you're upset here. Take a sip. Okay, it's better. Let's go. Wow. Let's keep going. Oh, the kids are annoying. Take a sip. All right, move forward. The Let's kids go. are drawing portraits. Take, take a sip. Keep going. <laughs> So, so what is that thing though, that, that might keep you up at night, whether it be just having a lot of ideas that you're like, you know, I want to, but am, am I going to do that? Let me get up and just paint this right now. Or, you know, what does that look like? And what's that thing that, you know, that's that motivating thing that says, you know what, I want to get up. I want to do something. I want to just create from, from that standpoint, from a creative standpoint. All right. So from a creative standpoint right now, yeah. I would say I'm kind of in a funk oh. because I said I lost my job and art went from being play money to bill money. Right. And 
you know, they talk about how artists go through really, really high ups and really, really low lows. And, you know, it gets tough when you need to make bill money, but you're not. Right. And you're doing everything that you can to do it, but it's, it's, it's just not like, it's just not coming. So I kind of slowed down with creating and I started taking my time throughout the day. So I didn't rush to get up to go paint. I didn't rush to get up to go look up a creative idea. I didn't rush with any of my projects. I'm sorry if you're waiting on a project, it's, it's coming. Um, I didn't. Now, before that, I would get up first thing in the morning and I'd be like, I got to finish this paint and I got to finish this paint. So I wanted, I wanted to see the finished result mm-hmm. or I have this idea. I need to get it out of my head and on the canvas. So I would get up and do that. I would stay up until three o'clock in the morning painting. Um, it'd be the first thing I did when I came home. Last thing I did before I went to bed right now, I am. And also the idea of, I mean, I don't need social media to validate that I'm a pretty decent artist. I don't need people on social media to like my work in order for me to think that it's good. Not to, you know, toot my own horn or anything, but I mean, you know, when something's aesthetically pleasing and when it's not. So if I like it, I like it. If you don't like it, then you don't like it. It's just not your cup of tea. But to paint something that came from my head, it's the only one in the world. Mm -hmm. Nothing else like it. Post it or show it off and people like it like that, uh, it feels pretty good. Um, right now, I have discovered that I can create my own texture paste. And texture is something that I kind of played with with a palette mm-hmm. knife, but I couldn't get the texture as textury as I wanted it. I came across a video. I don't know if you follow her. Her name is Nikki Lavert. She's an African-American abstract artist. She posted a video on how to make texture paste. So I was going to buy it. And then I went and I saw a video and I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to make it. And I made some texture paste. Nice. And then I don't know if you saw the last painting that I posted. It's a blue piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the texture paste and then I textured the canvas and then I painted it. And I was really, really excited for it to dry. I was really excited that night to wake up in the morning and come and finish it. Like that was, that's probably the first time in a, in a long time where the first thing I did was wake up and go paint. And it felt really good. Cause I was, I was excited to finish it. I was like, I can't wait to see what this looks like when it's done. I can't wait. Um, I'm actually going to do another textured piece today. That looks like water. That's really cool. Not water. Oh, I mean, I'm using my eyes, but yes, sure. It is cool. It though. is very cool. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> um, but th- I I woke up and I wanted to paint. And that's the first time in a while that I woke up and I wanted to paint. I don't care if anybody buys it. I don't care if anybody else likes it. I wanted to finish yeah. it. Like, that's what I wanted yeah. to do. So, I mean, I, I hope I answered your question. No, you did. That's I, and I and I like the way you described it too, where it's like you know, I'm not doing this for other people. I mean, that's a that's the thing that I think sometimes creative folks kind of we get caught into, especially with like how social media operates. 
you know, it's like, oh, here's that validation I wanted. This is what I need. And it's tied to all of these other things that get further and further away from why you're doing it. Like I'm doing like you might do things or I may do things for sake of argument to impress myself, not to impress someone else. I'm doing something right. because I like it um, or there are times when people ask me, why'd you interview that person? Why'd you interview that person? They don't have any clout. They're nobody. Because I thought they were interesting. Because I, I think they, they, they have something to say. And I want to learn more about what they do. Yeah. And it comes from And me. I actually, <laughs> I applaud you for that. Because I, I, I followed your page. I thought you were cool. And I was like, well, maybe if I follow him, he'll hit me up for an interview. It took a little while, but you... Eventually hit me up a couple months later. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. I want to do that. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. It Social media, it puts this fake emphasis on clout. Mm -hmm. It's fake. It's unnecessary. It's, and it can, it can, it can mess you up. It can really mess you up. I think it really takes you away from whatever you're doing. So even stepping away from like, let's say something creative, right? Let's say if someone has a cause, let's say if someone is an activist or something along those lines, they feel that, oh, well, these people didn't swipe up on my GoFundMe for whatever, then I guess it's not that important or I guess they don't care about this and so on. It's not, none of it's real. D doing the work that you're doing, that's the thing that matters. And you, you see it all the time. And, you know, I, you know, do this podcast and I always have to remind myself when there may be a, a, a rough week in terms of the number of interviews or maybe an interview didn't go as well as I would have liked or what have you. I always remind myself, like, what's the purpose? What are you trying to do here? You know, are you interviewing people because you're like, oh, well, I'm hoping to have a great interview. It's like, did you learn something? Did you potentially, you know, make this person feel like, damn, actually people do like what I'm doing or what have you. And because yeah. I've, I've had people that have hit me up afterwards. It's like, yo, I realized I'm actually creative because of this interview. And I was <laughs> like, oh, well, cool. That's was, that was one of the things, one of the uh, repercussions. So I got the last two questions here for you. Yeah, I could talk for out forever. So I mean, whatever you want to talk about. Me, me as well. Uh, so as a creator, right? And this can be as broad as you like it. What can you do without? Huh? Uh, oh, like what could I like? I was about to repeat you. What could I do without? Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Did he, it's like that Pulp Fiction line. Be a little, <laughs> little absent-minded sometimes. No, it's all good. Um. What do you mean? Like as a creative, what could I do with that? So now, now I'm glad you asked the question because some people will be dicks about it. It's like, I'm a painter. So obviously I can't paint, but I'll paint. It's like, Ugh. but like for me, like, I mean, but you can, though. No, you, you can, but they, they're saying it you to be, they're saying it to be a jerk though. Uh, I, I think for me, like if someone asked me that question, I, I would be like, I need, um, I need, I need like a, I need space. I need, um, I need a, a, an interesting guest. I need things like that. I need, uh, I need a nice drink. I need a nice glass of scotch. You know, it might be something that helps get you in that creative space and gets those juices flowing. That's, that's ultimately what I'm aiming for. I don't want to tell you, I don't know. And I don't want to give you a cocky answer either. Oh, please give me a um, cocky answer. Cause I'm really not a cocky person at all. Like I'm not confident, but I'm, I'm not cocky. Wow, I'm not really even all that confident all the time. I'm yeah. actually pretty shy. I'm surprised we're doing, I'm doing this, like able to talk to you, but I got good at talking to people when I worked at the Y. So whatever, <laughs> but, um, what could, what can't I do without, what do I need? Money always helps. That That's a, that's a fine answer though. Pretty good motivator, <laughs> but 
I had to kind of get out of that because I wasn't making any for a while. I'm still not making it the way I want to make it. So I can't really, I can't really. So it definitely did help. I think one of the things you touched on earlier though, an idea, I I think that that's, and and it's going to sound hokey and corny, but an idea, like you were saying when you were doing the, um, the, the blue piece that you were marketing on earlier, it was like, that was the first time in a while. You're like, I want to do this right now. I want to get up and I want to do this. So, so having, having that, having that desire to work on that, that piece, I feel like that was something that you really needed. And you were saying that you've been around being in this funk and having that seemed to be a, a, a motivational piece. I was going to say drive, but I feel like you need some, like, I feel like the next question you would have been like, well, what drives you? And I'd have been like. Money. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I have a pretty creative mind. Like there are days where I wake up and I'm like, I want to play guitar. That's what I'm going to do today. Yeah. I'm going to play guitar and I'll sit down and I'll play guitar all day. There are days where I'm like, I want to play my keyboard. Yeah. I sit down and play my keyboard. I really don't do a whole lot. I dig I, it. Exercise, gym, play music, learn. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'll try to give you an answer because I know whoever's listening to this. Do a lot of people listen to this? Like, how do you, I mean, I know it's off topic, but like, <laughs> how do you like, like, how do you, like what? Well, okay. Let me answer the question first and then we can go back to that. Um, <laughs> hmm. I think balance might be a thing too. Like you, you have a lot of interests. You, you have the, uh, you said music. I do. Yeah. And I do because I know, like, I know how to do a lot of things and I know how to do a lot of things because I'm very teachable mm-hmm. and like I'm, I'm pretty smart. Sounding cockier about a moment, but go on. No, no, I'm no, no. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, kidding. Like, I'm bad at math. It took me, you know, I failed math 113 about three times. I dropped it a couple mm-hmm. times. You know, I was, I, I read this, I came across this post yesterday that said, what makes a genius a genius? And it wasn't necessarily that they were good at school. It wasn't necessarily, and I'm not calling myself a genius or anything, but it said they think outside of the box, mm-hmm. you know? So when I say I'm smart, I don't mean like I'm smart. I can do advanced calculus. I, I don't know how to do that. It would probably take a really long time to teach me. <laughs> um, but I, I know how to put ideas together and I think a lot. I, I, I think like that's what I do all day. I think I look things up. Mm-hmm. I research things. If I see something on TV and I don't know what it is, I research it. If I'm eating something that tastes really good, I go to Google and I look at other <laughs> recipes for it. I'm, I'm so serious. I look stuff up a lot. So I'm teachable. I, I learn how to do things. If I want to do it, I'm going to learn how to do it. Just learn. I don't know. No, I think um, I think you're answering like, it. I, I think you're getting I think you're getting uh, caught on the, the the framing of the question, and that's a that's a lapse on my part. But I think I'm getting the answer there, of you know, and and I relate to it too. I like to learn. I guess. Yeah. Maybe that's the answer. I really like to learn. I like school. I like to learn. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing too. Like you know, I was telling you before we got started, like what my 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 day job entails, and I learned very early of really what is going to keep me interested in it. Cause I, I don't, I don't really get motivated by money in that way. Like it's, I, I like stability. I like structure. I like being able to organize my life the way that I want it. But ultimately I like being in a, in a spot where I have the stamina to do whatever I want. I, I like 
that kind of vibe. I like being able to set things up. I don't want anything that's too garish and too extra. It's like, I want to be able to do X amount of podcasts, work, and be able to eat ridiculous bodybuilder meals. That's all I want to do. That's all I eat nowadays. It's not great. Yeah. It's just ah, high protein and potatoes. Uh, so the last question that I have for you. So are you a traveler? Do you travel at all? What was the last time you traveled? I do travel. I don't have any money to travel right now. Black. <laughs> but I do like to travel. Um, the last time I, tra- I mean, I wouldn't count it as traveling. I went to New Jersey. So, but I've been like my mom took me a lot of places. We've been a lot of different places. I've been to Jamaica like three times. I've been in Mexico like twice. Um, first time I went to Jamaica, I was seven. And then the other times I was not seven. Um, <laughs> a great way to describe it. <laughs> Mexico twice. It would have been three times, but I couldn't go. She was really mad at me, by the way. Another story. But, um, and then with the marching band, we went a lot of different places. We went to Canada, we went to Bermuda, we went to New York. Um, I've been to Florida. We went every like we went oh we went a lot of different places between high school and college. Yeah. So I do like to travel. Yeah. Um I wanna travel. I want to as part of the reason why I kinda want a job right now so that I can have money to put down payments on trips so that I can travel. Cause I really like traveling. I wanna live somewhere where um i wake up to a beach i could live on the beach i'm a really simple person i don't need a lot yeah i would love to live on the beach um but yeah i do like to travel so right now in the middle of a pandemic it's not the first thing on my mind no so so in that for me and i've heard it from different people mainly photographers but i think people who look in things from a visual standpoint whether it be photographers painters things like that or people like that um uh, on occasion when I go out because my medium is audio, what have you, when I travel, I always come back with the story. I always come back with something interesting, maybe from my perspective or what have you. So as a person that's in the visual medium, when you, when you travel or traveled in the past, have, has that impacted and influenced any of the stuff that you was like, you know what, I want to paint something this, I saw this really cool thing. I want to try to paint this or that skyline in Mexico really reminded me of this color layout, this gradient color layout. You got to remember, I've only been really painting for two years. Okay. So I went to Mexico probably three or four years ago. Um, when I travel, I'll say the past two years, when I've traveled in the past two years, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want it to sound like I'm like a fraud artist or anything because a lot, like a lot of artists, and this is one of the reasons why I like abstract and minimalistic work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a lot of thought, go, like abstract work, sometimes thought goes into it. Sometimes it's just you painting whatever the, the whatever you want to paint, right. like whatever comes to your mind, you paint it. If you're thinking about something, paint it. If your mind is empty, just do whatever it is that your hands want to do. When it comes to, I really like minimalistic work because literally by definition, like if you look, look it up, it's going to say an appreciation for what is there. There's no deep thought. Mm-hmm. There's no underlying mode. Like this is nothing. It's just that, like, that's what it is. Appreciate the colors, appreciate whatever shape you see. That's it. So like when I go places, I don't, 
think, oh, I'm going to go here and I'm going to find this and I'm going to see that. I don't, I don't think that. Like, if I, I do observe. I'm an observer. Sure. Um, so, like, I think somewhere in the back of my mind, like, I might see something and then, you know, thoughts of process and be like, oh, that's cool. But I never go anywhere with the intention on finding like an inspiration or a reason or like a why. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, when I went to the, the Baltimore Art Museum, that was my intention. But I feel like when you when you're looking for inspiration, you're not gonna find it. Like you just have to go yeah. about your day and like inspiration will come when it's ready to come. Now, the last time, well, the second to last time that I went to New Jersey, we stayed at the Hard Rock. Yeah. If you haven't been to the Hard Rock, you should go. Okay. Um, because well, I play the guitar. And it's just like, it's so, it's so dope in there. Like they have guitars everywhere and it kind of made me want to paint a guitar. <laughs> nice. Um, but like they have guitars everywhere. And like, I just wanted to look around the whole, whole like there, the, the banisters, the things that hold the banisters up are guitars. That's fire. Like they have this big piece, um, ceiling piece up, obviously on the ceiling <laughs> it's a guitar yeah. like they have guitars by famous people in like these cases katie perry's guitar is sick like it's so cool um i observed that that kind of made me want to paint a guitar but mostly honestly when i go to hotels the first thing that i notice is in the room is the, the artwork that's in the room mm -hmm. and that'll make me say Oh, I can do that. Look, that looks kind of like my painting. Like I can do that. Or like, I'll see the art and I'll be like, huh, how do they do that? How do I, like, how can I do that? Yeah. Um, they had a museum in the hard rock. And one of the paintings that I did, it kind of came from a little bit of what they had in the museum. Mm -hmm. I think it was like the scribble scrabble painting. It's like just a bunch of, it's like, um, pretty colorful it's a bunch of lines squiggly lines going all over the place it kind of came from that i couldn't emulate it the, like exactly the same of course i wouldn't want to do that right. but the concept of the squiggly lines kind of came from that so like i guess i don't know like i said i can kind of talk a lot especially when i'm nervous no, uh, i'm a pretty shy person but <laughs> i don't go looking for inspiration it just kind of pops out at me and if i observe it by happenstance and i like it then it sticks with me and then if i don't then you know, it is what it is. I'll find it wherever I go next. I, I, so I'm in my recording space. Right. And back in like 2016, I was doing, I had this, this project that I just wanted to do one day. Right. I was like, I'm going to paint something once a month. And it didn't matter what size cameras. And I, and I did it for about eight months. And, um, I'm, I'm looking at it cause like literally the wall in front of this monitor and microphone has these different paintings on it. And, uh, the one that I actually had something in my head, I don't know why it was in my head. It was this, uh, tribe called quest album cover. And I was like, I'm going to try to emulate the feel of it, whether it be in terms of the color the arrangement, the layout, but it's going to, it's going to depict something else. And it was supposed to depict a person sitting in a chair, but they have the, so it's mostly black and they have this white outline and green and red and white kind of hashes or, 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 or dabs um, throughout that person's body. And I, that's what I was going for. And I'm looking at it like right now. And it's like, there's, there's a rawness there. It feels incomplete. 
but it was something that I did. And I remember it very well, but that was the one where I was trying to intentionally emulate something that it fell short, but I knew what I was aiming for. And I knew why I tried it. Um, and, and kind of the rest of them are, I started doing something and kind of, kind of what you were describing a moment ago with, you know, the, the minimalistic, your, your take on minimalism. I was like, Oh, just do this, do this. Oh, I'm going to do this now. That's my approach when I'm sketching. Like, you know, when I, I was, you know, always in school, I was always a really, you know, relatively smart individual. And I, I would be one, I'm one of those, I was one of those kids that would, I would hurry up and get my, finish the test, get my B on it and then draw for the rest of the time. <laughs> so right. I would sit there and start sketching something. It might be a line, it might be a design that comes out of that. It might be a bunch of different things that it's just, my pencil is just going as if it has a mind of its own. So I definitely relate with what you were describing there. The funny thing is though, I suck at sketching. Well, we all can't be great. Like I don't sketch. The only time I'll sketch something, <laughs> which I, I can't even really call it sketching is if, I'm getting ready to do something. Like if I'm going to draw something to paint, mm -hmm. I don't sketch. Like I have a creative mind, but at the same time I don't like when I'm playing music, it's hard for me to improvise. Um, when it's time for me to play a solo, it's hard for me to do that. Cause there's not like, there's nothing there. It's just, okay, what do I do? So I, I got better at it, yeah. but it was like, it was still kind of hard. So like, if you handed me, a notebook and a pencil right now, I would probably draw a bunch of stars, circles, and squares or something like that. Like I wouldn't be like, well, let me sketch like sketch a face. <laughs> yeah. If you hand it now, if you handed me a paintbrush, that'd be a little bit different yeah. because it I don't know. It's it's different. Like it's just different. But I don't know how to I don't I don't sketch. I understand what you're saying. I have a sketchbook, but I I don't sketch. Well uh I practice draw. I practiced some hands. Um, I did some faces. I tried. I did some eyes. Yeah. Like I did some like head shapes. I don't really sketch. I try, but it don't. It don't work. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that's pretty much that for me as far as the questions that I had for you. So in it, I would like to um, offer up the opportunity for you to shamelessly plug anything you want to plug, your socials, anything along those lines. Plug away. Um, my IG is that girl Alex. Alex, you guys spell it with two X's and then an underscore. My website, which is now updated, www.artalents.net. Um, I think that's it. That's all my socials, I think. Well, thank you. Am I missing anything? No. No, I think I got it. I think that's it. Well, thank you. I'll... Are they going to like see me? Like, are they going to see us or they just hear it? It's just it? going to hear it. Yeah. Oh. So, um, thank you for, for this. I'm going to do my sign off. So, um, for the super talented Alex Rector, I am Rob Lee saying that there's art in and around Baltimore. You just got to look for it. <laughs>